All right, well, <laughs> good morning, everybody. Um, we're going to get rolling here. Um, I have been uh, given the, the wonderful honor and privilege of preaching the message today for our uh, fall welcome back. I forget, I always get my words mixed up. Welcome fall back, fall welcome back, you know, welcome to fall back, I, you know, <laughs> something like that. But just wanting to uh, put, put our eyes on Jesus today and to actually see him for who he is in his glory, um, in his worthiness, and that's what we're talking about today, is the, the supreme, the inestimable, the transcendent worth of Jesus Christ. Because, and I'm, getting, I'm getting ahead of myself, but this is glorious. I, I, I promise, you know, every preacher says, I won't be long, but I, I, really, I really am going to try not to be long today. But I want to simply, what I want to do today is just lift Jesus up in his glory, in his worth, in his beauty. Um, and so that's what we're talking about today is just simply the worth, the inestimable, transcendent, preeminent worth of Jesus Christ. Um, and so I'm just going to, we're just going to dive in. I'm just going to say a prayer for us and then we're just going to go for it and see where the Lord takes us. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited. This is something that my heart uh, is just really burning for. Just even today, even this morning, I was just crying out for more revelation in this because the, the truth of the matter is this, to the degree that you see Jesus's worth is the degree that you will give him your whole life. Right? If you see Jesus as just a little bit worthy, you're, you'll just give him a little bit of your life. If you see Jesus as just kind of halfway worthy of your life, you're, you'll give him half of your life. But if you see Jesus in his infinite, transcendent, inestimable worth, then you won't even see your life dear to yourself. You'll say, Jesus, my everything is yours, and you won't give it a second thought. Right, that's the glory of Christ Jesus here. And so I'm just going to say a prayer, and we're just going to go for it, all right? So, Father, we come before you in the name of your glorious son, Jesus. Lord, we say thank you, Lord, for sending him to the cross, God. Lord, that, that he bought our redemption, that he, uh, by his blood, has uh, cleansed the sin of the world, Lord, that we as humans can be now in relationship, right relationship with you. And so, Lord, I'm asking that you would release the spirit of wisdom and of revelation upon our minds and our hearts this morning to see Jesus in his glory, to see Jesus in his worth, to see Jesus in his beauty. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, so I kind of want to begin today kind of with a kind of a, a funny story. It's, you know, uh, it's kind of it's kind of cute, kind of funny, and, but it makes you think. Uh, a few weeks ago, um, I help out with technology back there, so you know I'll click through the slides, and then at the end of a service a few weeks ago, um, I'm shutting down the computer and I'm shutting down the projector, right? So this is just happening like right back here. And as I was shutting things down, I had an 11-year-old girl skip up to me and say, "What you doing?" And I was like, well, I'm shutting down the projector. Uh, and she said, why? And I was like, whoa, because we had, you know, things up on the screen and, you know, just images. She said, why? And I was like, well, so, you know, people, when we're worshiping, you know, that people know what they're saying. And she said, why? <laughs> and so, and, and like the third why, I was like, 
I was, you know, just slightly irritated, just slightly irritated, because <laughs> you know it's the, you know, and, and so, so. Uh, but then I, at, at a split second after that, I said, you know what? I'm going to entertain this. I'm going to let this go on. And so I said, well, you know, we worship so that, you know, we can under, we have this, you know, the lyrics up there so we understand what we worship or, you know, what we're saying when we worship. She said, why? And, she, and I kept going down probably to the 11th why. And then after the 11th why, I just gave up. And I said, because he's God. You know, like he's just, he's just God. You know, like I, I don't, I can't give you another reason outside of just because he's God. You know, like such a complicated answer for a preacher and for a Bible teacher, right? And so I'm like, man, if she would have just given me like maybe one more minute, I could have just maybe just took it a step further. But it kind of makes you think because she asked a why question just off of something really simple. But what it did is it got down to the root of why we do what we do, right? Because at the end of the day, it was because he is God. We worship him because of who he is. And so today, I want to present a why to you all. The question is, why do you follow Jesus? Why do you follow Jesus? If an 11-year-old girl skipped up to you in the middle of the street or in the mall or wherever you hang out, and she said, why do you follow Jesus? You give her an answer, and she says, why? 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 If they asked you 11 whys, what would be the root what would be the root, why, it's, it's the why do you follow Jesus? And today I want to present just one reason to you all of why we follow Jesus, and it's because he's worthy. It's because he's worthy. <laughs> he's worthy to be followed. He's worthy to be given our whole entire lives. Because like I said earlier, to the degree that we see Jesus is worthy, it will be the degree we give him everything. To the degree that we see Jesus as worthy is the degree that we will give him our whole lives. And so today, I just, I, that's just really what I'm here to do. I'm just here to exalt Jesus, and I'm just here to declare to you all today that he is worthy. <laughs> that he's worthy. And so as we're talking about worth, you know, because I think a lot of the times, you know, we as, as just simply as human beings, we want our lives to count. <laughs> I was talking with my brother last night and he said, I don't want my life to amount to nothing. That's just a latent fear of mine, right? And he says, I don't want my uh, life to uh, amount to nothing. And I think sometimes latently or blatantly, we may think that following Jesus is a waste, I think sometimes, it, whether it's latent, whether it's just underneath the surface of our heart, or if it's actually blatant, where we say it with our mouths or we think it with our mind, we may think that following Jesus will ultimately amount to nothing. And I'm here to combat that idea and say he's worthy, and that when we meet him face to face, giving our whole entire life, we will say to him, I wish I would have gave more. I wish I would have gave more because you are just that good. You are just that worthy. You are just that glorious and majestic that we'll look at, we'll look at his fiery eyes and we would have said, I wish I would have gave more. I wish I would have been a little bit more wholehearted because we will come face to face with his inestimable transcendent worth. <laughs> Because the truth of the matter is that we spend our time and we spend our money on the things that we think are valuable. 
We spend our time and we spend our money on the things that we think are valuable. And so I'm getting kind of ahead of myself, but I want to define what worth means. If you just do a little Google search on what, what, what the word worth, right, this is what it means. It's just simply the level at which something or someone is valued, right? So when we're talking about this word worth, uh, a synonym that's just right there with it is value, right? What is, what is the value of something? So for instance, if I put, you know, this pen, if I auction this pen off, right, people probably, people will say like, oh, you know, if I said, how many want a dollar, you know, a dollar, you know, like whatever the, you know, dudes do. I don't know how they speak that fast, but, you know, it's like, and then, you know, somebody may raise a hand for a dollar. It may go up to two. It may go up to five if somebody is really radical, but people probably wouldn't pay $10 or even a hundred or a thousand dollars for a G2 pen that you can get at Target, right? <laughs> because we're, we're estimating the worth and the value of something, right? Now, if I brought my car in here, well, you know, that's a whole different story. It'd go a little bit well beyond, you know, $10, hopefully, right? <laughs> some of us, some of us are saying about our cars, like, hopefully it'll go beyond $10. But because we're, we're, we're weighing and we're estimating the value of something. And when we're talking about the second person of the Trinity, when we're talking about the God man, when we're talking about the Messiah that was prophesied about in Isaiah, in Ezekiel, in Malachi, in, you know, Hosea, when we're talking about the glorious uh, son of God, Jesus Christ, there are no weights and there are no measurements that would even come close to giving an, uh, an accurate value of who he is because he is transcendent. He is inestimable. His value is supreme. There is nothing that we could do that would even come close to the transcendent worth and the value of Jesus Christ because he's the treasure of heaven. He's the treasure of heaven. There is no adequate comparison to the value of Jesus Christ. Jesus is the treasure of heaven and there are no weights, no scales that can estimate his worth. And you know that, you know, this, this truth and this reality may be dim to our hearts, but it's really clear in heaven. <laughs> it's really clear in heaven of how valued Jesus is. Because if we were to take a little trip up to the third heaven, stand before the throne of God in Revelation 4 and 5, do you know what we would hear songs about? The glorious worth of Jesus Christ. Check it out. Revelation chapter 5. If you guys have a copy of the scriptures, you can turn there. Revelation chapter 5. And we're just going to look at just verse 9 and 12. Revelation chapter 5, verses 9 and 12. This is what it says, and I'm just going to abbreviate it here that I, like I have it in my notes. But this is what it says. And they sang a new song, and this is to Jesus, the Lamb. You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals because you were slaughtered and you purchased people for God by your blood. 
Worthy is the lamb who was slaughtered. Worthy. There are songs in heaven. These angels and the cherubim, the seraphim are all singing with the same conviction and in unison. Worthy is the lamb that was slain. Worthy is Jesus. Worthy is he to open the scroll. Worthy is he because he redeemed humanity. Worthy, worthy, worthy. Right? There's these songs in heaven, the conviction of heaven is that Jesus is worthy. You know, if we got one of those four living creatures to come and preach a message, one, we'd probably be a little freaked out because they got eyes all around and within and, you know, they got wings and feet and I don't know, like, I don't know what else they got going on, but, you know, we'd probably be like, whoa, that's probably the first thought that we have. But then, you know, if we, were, if we were to give one of those four living creatures a mic, you know what they would probably say? They would say, holy or worthy. That would be their message. Holy, 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 worthy, 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 holy, 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 worthy, 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 holy, 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 worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lamb of God who was slain. They would say that over and over and over again until revelation hit your heart that Jesus is worthy. (laughs) They would say it over and over and over and over and over again. They've been saying it for ages. They've been saying it for thousands of years, and they never get tired of it because you know why? He's worthy, and he's infinitely worthy, and he's transcendently worthy, and that they could never, ever exhaust his worth because it is completely inestimable. Jesus is worthy. (laughs) Jesus is worthy. And so when we're talking about this idea of worth, when we're talking about this idea of value, naturally what comes with that conversation is cost. Mm. Naturally what comes with that conversation is cost. Right, when we're talking about the value and we're talking about the worth of something, we have to talk about the cost. What does it cost to actually gain Jesus? What does it actually cost to follow Jesus, right? And Jesus, when he spoke about what it means to follow him, uh, what it actually means to follow him for everything that he is, to love him for everything that he is, he demands and requires nothing short of everything. (laughs) You know, uh, we were, we had a gathering at my house the other day. One of my friends said that, that we've sold a cheap gospel. (laughs) We, we, we have, we have a cheap gospel here in America that we could say that you can follow Jesus and still hang on to your little vices and your things that I, I can follow Jesus and still hang on to my money. I can follow Jesus and still hang on to my reputation. I can follow Jesus and still hang on to my things, right? And the, the, the crazy part is that in America, we like a good deal. <laughs> in America, we like a good deal. We like a good sale. That if I can just get salvation just for, the, just for the lowest price that I can get, if I can just get these things and just hang on to Jesus just a little bit, but just keep my things, man, that's a good deal. But I have news for you all today is that Jesus isn't a deal maker. <laughs> 
He doesn't offer sale for salvation. He gave everything for our salvation. He gave everything for our salvation. And so when we see Jesus clearly, when we see Jesus in all of his worth, in all of his beauty, in everything that he is, there is nothing where we would say in life, everything is rubbish. Everything is rubbish. Everything is trash in comparison to gaining and knowing Christ Jesus. You see, that's the conviction of the Apostle Paul. He literally says that. In Philippians uh, 3, verses 7 to 8, you could turn there if you want, but I'll just read it to you. This is what the Apostle Paul says. He says, but everything that was gained, that was a gain to me, I have considered to be a loss because of Christ. This is what he says. He says, more than that, I also count everything to be a loss in view of the surpassing, the supreme, the inestimable worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. He says, everything that I would have counted as gain, all of my ministry opportunities, all of my degrees, all of the money that I've amounted to, all of my connections, I count it as nothing, rubbish in comparison to the surpassing worth and the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Right? He's, he, the Apostle Paul tapped into something that was really real in Christ Jesus about his worth and about who he is. So much so that in Acts chapter 20, he says, I don't even count my own life dear to me. He says, I will go to Jerusalem. I know that there's persecution, that there's trial, that, there, that I'm going to lose my life at the end of this thing. But you know what? I've caught a vision and I've caught sight of the worth of the surpassing value of Christ Jesus. Therefore, my own life is not dear to me. <laughs> He says, I will gladly lay my life down for the sake of Christ, and I won't even think twice about it. Mm. So when we see Jesus' worth, everything compared to him, everything compared to gaining him, is will become rubbish to us. And so Jesus, he's really clear when he's talking about the cost, the cost of following him. The cost of laying everything down. He's saying, pick up your cross and follow me. That's not a cute statement. <laughs> He's calling us to deny ourselves. Right? We, we like, really, we really have uh, preached a gospel in America where it's really comfortable. Where we can follow Jesus and be comfortable at the same time. We really have. And that's not the gospel of the kingdom that Jesus preached. He said, seek first the kingdom, deny yourself, and trust that I will provide, you know, because we need to pay our bills. <laughs> we need to do all of the things of life. But has following Jesus, what has it cost you, really? Like, really, what has it cost you? And we have to wrestle with that, and we have to think about that. And so my question to you all that I'm just posing to you again, just saying, why do you follow Jesus? <laughs> why? If somebody were to ask you 11 whys and got down to the root, why? You know, so there are so many reasons, and I'm, a, I'm landing the plane here. 
There are so many reasons why Jesus, uh, why we follow Jesus. But I want to I wanna put three in front of you, why he's worthy, right? Because we ask the question, well, why do you follow Jesus? But you may need to know, well, why is he worthy to be followed? Reason number one is that he gave himself on the cross, period. That's, <laughs> we can stop there. Is that Jesus... In the glory of all of heaven and in his, you know, transcendent glory, he became uh, willingly, he became a man, right? The God-man, the incarnation. He became a man and was so obedient and humble to the Father that he went to the cross. He was whipped. He was beaten. He was nailed to the crucifix so that our sins could be forgiven <laughs> so that so that he bought my salvation he bought your salvation he bought the redemption of the world not just by saying going to the roman empire saying okay i got 12 trillion dollars here's you know the salvation of all he bought it with his blood he bought it with his blood jesus went to the cross was pierced for my transgressions, for your transgressions, so that we could be made righteous before God. So that our lives could, so, our, so we could be reconciled to God. Those who were enemies of God, those who were rebellious towards God, he would bring into his family by his blood. When John the Baptist saw him, he said, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He bought our salvation by his blood on the cross. He's worthy. <laughs> He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. The second reason, we could just stop there, but the second reason is that his depth of love for us is completely other than. <laughs> the Apostle Paul, he talks about in Romans 8, Ephesians 3, he says that there is, you can't, uh, we can't understand the depth of love that Jesus has for us. That, his, that the height, the length, the width, the depth of his love is completely incomprehensible the way that he feels towards you. The way that he feels towards you. So much so that he gave up everything that he had in heaven to come down and willingly went to the cross, willingly went to the cross. Jesus' love for you, the way that he feels towards you, is completely incomprehensible. His love for you, he's worthy. He's worthy. And last reason, I mean, there's, you can go on and on and on and on, but the last reason I want to give you all today is this, is that he's exalted. Right now, Jesus, yeah, he went to the cross, he died, purchased our redemption and our salvation by his blood, but he didn't stay in the grave. <laughs> he didn't stay in the grave. And we don't just preach the resurrection on Easter Sunday. We preach it. We say, Jesus is alive forevermore. He 
broke through the jaws and the chains of death, and he walked this earth for 40 days. And you know what? On that 40th day, a cloud enveloped around him, and he ascended to the highest place, trampling serpents and demons on his way up, and he is seated at the right hand of God the Father right now. And he is King of kings, and he is Lord of lords. He's worthy. <laughs> He's worthy. He's worthy because he holds the highest seat in the heavens. He's worthy because he is seated right now at the right hand of God the Father, and he is the only one worthy to open the scroll that unfolds the end time plan of God to bring the new Jerusalem down to the earth. He's worthy. <laughs> and you know, as human beings, and this is just where I'm landing here, a lot of the times we can think that Jesus' worth changes based on our emotions. Ah, oh, man, I don't really feel like it today. I had the worst day of my life today. I had the best day of my life today. Today is just kind of uh, mundane. It doesn't change his worth. <laughs> it doesn't change how worthy he is. It doesn't change how glorious he is. It doesn't change how beautiful he is. It doesn't matter whether we're like this. His, tra his transcendent worth is always like this. And it will continually increase as, we re as it becomes revealed to us. His worth doesn't go up and down like our emotions. It stays transcended. It stays inestimable. It stays uh, 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 completely supreme beyond our emotions. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And his worth is independent of how we feel. So the question today is, why do you follow Jesus? And one of the answers that I want to give to you all today is because he's worthy. You know, when he first called the disciples they threw everything off with a spirit of abandonment. And they said, my everything is yours, Jesus. Because they saw something in him that is beyond any weights or scales of value and worth in Jesus that goes beyond anything that we could comprehend. And we get a whole life and all of eternity to continually discover the depths of his worth. So Jesus will always be worthy. I just want to say it three times for us today. Jesus is worthy. Jesus is worthy. Jesus is worthy. Amen? Amen. All right, I'm going to invite you all to stand, and we're going to close or wrap here. I'm just going to ask the Lord to give us a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in this right here is that we would see and understand how worthy Jesus is of our everything, independent of how we feel right now. But then also there's a call for salvation today as well, if you don't know Jesus, is that when, when we say, come follow Jesus, it's not just this, oh, okay, you know, we get to keep our things, you know, uh, but it's a spirit of abandonment where we say, Jesus, my whole life is yours, every area of my heart. So that's how I want to wrap this right here. It's just one, a call of salvation, is that we get to, we get to 
gladly and willingly and joyfully give our lives to Jesus. And that's where real life is. That's where real life is. So I'm going to pray for us and just lead us in this time of response here. So, Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus, Lord. We say your son is worthy. Your son is worthy of all of our love. Your son is worthy of all of our affection. Your son is worthy of everything that we can give. So just this first part here, that there is a call to salvation right now, is that if you have not received Jesus yet in your life, and you would like to today, here is a moment and here is an opportunity to do so. And so if, you, if, this, if this is you this morning, you're like, I want to give my life to Jesus because I see that he's worthy of my life. I just want you just to slip your hand up. If that's you. Slip your hand up. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, we thank you for the free gift of salvation. Lord, and we understand the cost. We understand the cost that it costs everything to follow you. But we say we gladly lay down our lives. We gladly repent from sin. We gladly give our lives to you because you're worthy, Jesus. Because you're worthy. And for the rest of us, so I want you just to maybe put out your hands. And just, I'm just going to ask the Lord just for a spirit of revelation to fall on us. Or whatever's comfortable. You can put out your hands or put your hand over your heart or whatever whatever's comfortable to you just ask i'm just going to ask the lord for a spirit of revelation of the worth and the glory and the beauty of jesus so father i i'm asking even right now that you would touch our hearts with the worth and the beauty and the glory of christ jesus lord that you would move our hearts that you would open our eyes to see jesus for who he is in his glory to see Jesus for who he is in his inestimable, supreme, transcendent value. Yeah, Lord, we're just here. We're just here receiving, Lord, the beauty and the glory of your son, Jesus. Just release a spirit of revelation, God, to see Jesus in his worth. God Almighty. 